This is Scuba over here with Scuba Studio. Another day with uh, Challenge Accepted, our uh, new D&D game. Uh, real quick to go over a couple of quick announcements. Uh, first is a thank you to Sirenscape for the background music and soundboards you're hearing. There's an affiliate link below uh, in the notes uh, as well as in the panels if you're watching here on Twitch. Also, yeah, I think that's the only thing we're going to cover. Anything else, you've got to you got to stay tuned to the Twitter and uh, all the other social media places. So, quick recap. Last last time on Challenge Accepted, our party of adventurers had made it to the made it to the town of Saltmarsh over on the Sword Coast. They spent about a week in town working working odd jobs, most specifically guarding the docks as contra as uh, mercenaries. While in once they completed their week of service there, they did some more research and investigating about this haunted house that's about four miles from town. Upon learning as much as they could, they decided they decided to head up to the house, and this is and that is where we are going to start. They have reached the manor, and get into it. Alrighty, guys. The road to the house winds through rocky coastal terrain, often offering a view of the sea below. Low clouds press upon you. Occasional patches of sunlight appear out over the water. Stiff wind blows in the, off the waves, carrying the briny stink of churning salt water. The decrepit house sits on the highest ground in the area. Around it, a stone wall has crumbled in many places, exposing the interior grounds. Ornate metal gate lies open at the end of the road, swaying slightly in the wind. Wild flora grows throughout the inner yard, but all the years cannot hide the evidence of a well-tended garden that once sat here. Near the house, the rotted wooden roof of a water well rises out of the tall grass. Where we'll start, gentlemen. How do you wish to proceed? Stealthily. <laughs> That's a good call. Right. Go I think ahead we should and do give a, me a stealth perimeter check. check. Uh, while we're at a safe distance from the house, I'll cast Mage Armor on myself as well as, uh, let's see. Uh, I'll cast. Uh, Long Strider and False Life. So that would be three spells. I think all of them, except Mage Armor, last for one hour. Alright, and how many of them uh, are concentration-based? You have conflicting concentration spells. You may you'll lose one in favor of the other. None. Alrighty. None, actually. Okay. And I have to go... I have to roll uh, for false life. I have to roll a uh, a d4, I think, or something like that. All right. Uh, I have to go to roll twenty. Just a sec. Yeah, it's a d4. All right. Go and roll the dice and add it accordingly. Mm-hmm. Just a sec while the roll opens. Uh, 
Okie dokie. Come on, come on. Said you were casting False Life, Mage Armor, and I'll, Longstrider, correct? Mage Armor I'll, I'll cast first, and uh, uh, False Life I'll cast last. All Meaning, right. uh, okay, and let's just do this right now, and of course it's a one. Uh, <laughs> That's and the dice fine. rolling starts. I need a little infographic. Oh, it's not a D20, so we're all good. <laughs> That's an additional five uh, hit points, temporary hit points. All right. <clears throat> that concludes your preparations before entering the grounds. Um, yeah. What do I see outside the building? Like, what does it look like? I mean, are there lights in the windows or anything like that? Or no, the house is the house is very much abandoned. Uh, you see broken, kind of broken shutters. Uh, the grounds, of course, is, is as described is kind of it's overgrown. You know, like a, like a, like somebody's yard who hasn't been tended in six months to ten years. But you can tell, despite the overgrowth, that there this was manicured. This was there was order and structure to how the yard how the how the area around the house was laid out uh around the uh as you're coming up kind of as you were coming up the path as it wound around the uh hill you could see parts of the of a well in the back corner of the garden and then as you're coming up you have this gate and this wall and the wall is crumbling it's kind of like it's just it's Years, it's been just the wind and the seawater have been beating on it, so it's it's pot marks and and worn away and collapsed in parts. Uh, iron the iron gate as you come up to it, one gate, one half of the gate is gone, laying on the ground. The other half is kind of just, I mean, it's just kind of there. Um, but that's what you that's what you see right now. It's overcast, so there isn't a whole lot of daylight coming down. Um, I'd like to stealthily creep up to one of the windows in front of the house and look inside. All right, uh, go ahead and give me a stealth check, sir. Hmm. Why is it so weird? Why is it not working? Sorry, one second. Okay. For some reason, my digital dice are working. Uh, Scuba. Yes, sir. It appears, yeah. It appears I only have two spell slots, uh, so I'll cast uh, false life and mage armor, not long strider. All right, sounds All right. good. Uh, I rolled an eleven. Ready. <laughs> Your ray. Do you have dark food? Yes, I do. All righty. That'll be good. All right, so you you creep up through the brush, uh, being a being a being a gnome. You, you, it's almost like you can. You're partially hidden, 
as you're crawling, <laughs> yeah, as you're walking through the glass, the grass. You don't have to crawl; you can walk, and it's still slightly above. In some parts, it's right; it's above your head. At some parts, it's like chest level on you. You get up and you start to look inside one of the windows, and you can see inside. It's just war. It's just mildewy and and worn and just kind of left there dust you see little little bits of mold growing in places definitely does not it, it, it straight up looks abandoned and more and you can tell the wet the elements have gotten inside and started to wear down and kind of corrode everything interior a lot of like wet wood you imagine there's probably quite a bit of rotten wood in places the fabrics that are in there you can tell you could just kind of see it's like ugh, this not look. This place looks like yeah. a dump. Excuse me, uh, I was just managing my uh, spell list, so I Sorry, didn't hear. Uh, I didn't hear. Uh, did we approach uh, all of us? Did we approach the house or? Uh, no, so just, far uh, it was just uh, Findle is the one who decided to walk up and look in a window. Yeah, the other you, you two are, you two and Quibble are still at the gate or just right at that gate, kind of figuring out your plan of attack. He, him, he just went, kind of looked around, and then he just faintly saw some of the, some of the, some of the grass kind of move a little bit as he walked through it. Although Fiddle thinks he was incredibly stealthy, he thought he was like robbing. Robbing the robbing a, a, a vault in in Waterdeep or something, but you could tell. Oh yeah, it went that way. Do the rest of us even need to roll for stealth? After yes, this? individually, you all need to roll for stealth. So, would so. it count? That's what I mean. It doesn't look like anyone's inside or lived here for a long time. We're probably okay to go in. Oh, that's what they'd like you to think, mate. Oi, I think we should do a perimeter check and walk around the house and maybe see if there's another uh, entrance. No sense of adventure. Okay. I, d I just idea. don't want to be... Uh, I don't want to be caught with me tallywhacker, you know? <laughs> just me tallywhacker. I want to whack something... But not, not get worked. So I'd like to do. A, so I, I, I want to take a, a bit of a walk along the edge of the wall, stay behind, kind of staying behind the wall, and just checking out maybe the entrances and exit points. All right. Uh, you're uh, now. Are you talking about staying on the exterior of the grounds or moving in on the interior? Uh. Well, I, I'm a gnome, so I, I don't think I'd be tall enough to see over the the wall on the exterior. So I'll walk on the interior of the grounds and just <laughs> kind of not too close to the uh, home yet. Okay. Just to stay out in the outer perimeter along the wall. All right. Uh, there, it's there's roughly about twenty feet mm -hmm. from the wall to the house. Mm -hmm. As you're as you're walking along. Um, whether you go left or did you go right? I put you as going right. So. Okay, I was gonna say I was gonna go left. Okay. Uh, no, that's that's fine. You gotta. I will manipulate the map as, as to the best of the description you give me. Sure. 
So I just want to take along, you know, take take the path right there next to the wall. Um, I know that there's kind of high, I'm assuming high grass. Yeah, there are patches Things of like high. That. I mean, like dandelions and stuff is almost is almost is up there. Some of the some of the reed, the grass types, they're up there, right up there, at eye level with you. Um, so you, you kind of just have to pick your way through. Um, as you you notice that along the along the uh, the wall, it looks like there's a lot of really overgrown uh, rose bushes and stuff, and they haven't. They haven't been tended. They obviously clearly haven't been tended, but they're all kind of these gnarled, matted mats of of uh, vine and and thorns, all kind of around uh, in about ten, about fifteen feet in either side of the gate as you came through. Yeah. Um, is there anything I can see, um, kind of out of place or uh, just out of the ordinary? Uh, I want you to roll an investigation or survival. Whichever one you feel is better. Well, I'll definitely do my survival roll. Good to go. All right. Whoa, 19 plus 4, 23. All right. You notice as you kind of look look over there and you look toward the, ro the rose bushes, you notice that... Something there's a, there's there's evidence of a burrow. Something large has burrowed in here and had made this area around uh, these rose bushes their home. And judging from the uh, the size of the burrow of, of the burrow tracks, it's definitely not a, a a garden mouse. It is much larger. Ooh. And and. It Can, is there tracks leading up to that burrow? Uh, yes, you see tracks coming in and out. Hmm. I'm thinking something lives underneath the house. I just don't know how big it is, so... What kind of a uh, something? I don't know, but... Uh, and is there, is there any indication, I mean as to what kind of creature it would be like uh i mean if i were to do a investigation check or your holes your your role's pretty high so yeah. just a moment what kind of animal it might be or creature uh it appears to be the it appears to be weasel tracks in fact, as you as, as you kind of look in there and, and and you lift your head up a little bit, you see several sets of eyes as they as uh, these weasels lunge out at you. Oh. So, with that, let's do some initiative. Getting right into it. All right. <laughs> do I see them combating these weasels? Yes. You you hear you hear his yelp. As he tumbles back, of these of these weasels come come out and start swarming him. You look over, you see these. I mean, giant weasels. I mean, these are huge. These are like mastiff-sized animals that have just lunged out and gra are trying to grab at him. And you hear his his shock as they as they lunge out. So, uh, how far away am I? 
You are about... There we go, that should help. Oh, nice. <clears throat> I'm just trying to get roll 20 to refresh. Alright, so I have uh, what I have here is Gilly has got two 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 weasels on either side of him. They come out and they're circling him. Um so we'll need to get some initiatives. Findle, what's your initiative roll, sir? Uh four. <laughs> All right, Gavin, what is yeah. your initiative roll, sir? Uh, just rolling it right now. It's a three. Oh, wow. <laughs> We're doing great, guys. Gilly, what is your initiative roll, sir? I'm going with a nine. Righty. It looks like the roll won't open for me. Roll 20 won't open for me. Well, if it's any consolation, the wheels didn't do the weasels didn't do much better in initiative. But Gilly, you are first in initiative order. What do you do, sir? Fiddle, you're on deck. Uh so I mean I've got two to to my side, both my sides. Yep. Um, so I have a, a long or I have a quarter staff. And let's see. So I have a quarter staff in my hand, mm -hmm. and I, I'm gonna go with the one to my left and aim for aim for the mouth. Okay. And uh, I'm gonna try to to give him a good whack. And let's see. So. Let's see. So, trying to figure out how to roll for quarterstaff. So I'm wielding uh, the quarterstaff. Are you going to use the dice roller in D&D Beyond? Yeah. Uh, basically, all you have to do is when you're looking at your weapon. Oh, you don't have your quarterstaff uh, wielding, do you? Uh, yeah, you should. Let's okay, see. yeah, I see it. You see where it says plus three under the hit yeah. slash DC? Uh, go and click on that, and that will kick off the dice roller. Okay. On on which one? Uh, under quarter staff. Mm -hmm. When you're looking at it, there's a column that says hit slash DC. You see each of those numbers encapsulated in a blue box. Let's see. On actions? Yeah, here it is. Sorry. Yep, you're I'm fine. Sorry. So under actions, quarter staff, if you see it surrounded in blue, then it's enabled for the dice. <clears throat> Go okay. ahead and click on it, and then the dice roll will happen. All right, here it is. So uh, it gives me a 14. 11 plus 3, 14. 
That will hit, sir. Roll damage. All right. So damage would be... Oh, really? Uh, yeah, two. One. Yeah, so one plus one. One. So it's two. Two damage. Alrighty, is there anything else you wish to try and do? Um, You'll have your movement and bonus. So with this hit, I'd kind of like to get ahead of them and move up uh, a good 30 feet. Toward the house? Toward the house? Toward the house, yeah, because I, I kind of, you know, I wanted to get him off guard and then move up closer to Findle. So that way I have a companion, and that way if anybody wants to circle around and maybe we can flank them. That's fair, that's fair. Um, all right, so... There, you'll be about five feet from Findle. Uh, do do want to let you know that because the you get an opportunity attack from uh, from one of the from two of the weasels as you move. Mm -hmm. Do you still want to commit to moving? Yeah, I'll, I'll just move. Ready? And can I ask, uh, what what size are they? Are the creatures considered? They're considered a medium-sized beast. Dang it. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, you're you're a pretty small guy and these things are big enough to big enough to kind of just lay on you. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want that. Try to tame them. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was I was thinking I could cuz I, I mean, my my character does have uh, the ability as far as one of his uh <clears throat> his traits he's able to speak to uh the small beast, but yeah, these aren't small. <laughs> pretty, uh, pretty up there. All right. Uh, first one was a was a twenty to hit. The second one was a twelve to hit. I believe both of those would score a hit on you. Okay, so it was, and this is for my armor class. Yes. Yeah, they're gonna both hit. All right, uh, each of them deals five points of piercing damage. Okay. All right, and that will complete your turn. Bendel, you are up. You see, you see Gilly surrounded by the weasels, smack on one of them with his quarterstaff, and then back up, back up towards you for, uh, for support. So you uh, now have about, you, you now have the, you see about 20 feet in front of you, four we these four weasels, giant weasels that have come out and are now made that they're now going to, they're going to start making a beeline in your direction. Ooh. Uh, I want to cast a uh, firebolt. Alrighty. Any particular? Which one would you like? Which one would you like to cast it at? Um, whatever one is closest to me. Like you said, they were charging, so whatever one is at the head of the pack. Okay. 
So... Right, go ahead and cast. Or go ahead and roll to hit. Oof. Uh, six. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's not enough. It, it, you go and you summon it and you fire it out and it, it misses them and it's the rose bush and catches the rose bush slightly on fire. <laughs> ah, ah, I'm still learning to use the McGloves. <laughs> Anything else you wish to do? No, that's it. Alrighty, next up is the weasel's turn. And then it'll be Gavin. So, first weasel comes up. Pack that runs up. They can right up on you guys. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, they have uh, 40 feet of movement, so they're going to get right up in there. The... Oh, wait. Two. All right. First weasel is going to attempt to make a grapple on Gilly. Actually, they're all they're all going to attempt to make a grapple on you. Or two on Gilly, right. two on Findle. They're all going to try and grapple. So first one for Gilly. Oh, that doesn't count. It bounced out. There are four of them. Yes, there are four of them. Uh, wow. strength of 17. Go and roll a strength check to see if you beat it. Seventeen. Beats and beats, you got plus, it. Plus one, eighteen. One. Sixteen, does not beat it. Nice. Alright, Findle, two grapple attacks on you. First one would be a ten. Go and roll a strength check to see if you beat yeah, natural 20. Yeah! Good to go. Yeah. Neither one makes it. The second one gets a nat 1, so it failed. Horribly. <laughs> you guys, man, they, you see them come up, and they're trying to grab at you with the and with, with their maws, and you're just like, uh-uh, not today. Not today. Just <laughs> to Gavin. From your position, right at the gate, you see across you see across the uh, way near the house, see the uh, your two companions and the four weasels surrounding them. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll cast chill touch on one of the weasels. Uh, the one that's attacking Crunket. Uh, one that's attacking the one closest to you? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, I'm I'm behind the, the gate, right? Yes, you're standing there. You have a line of sight on all that's going on. There's one weasel with its back to you that's closest. The rest are there, and there's one off slightly to the uh, to the left as you as you're looking at it. And then there are two uh, in between both of the both of the uh, in between Fiddle and, and Gilly. Uh, this is an off-character question, but if I cast uh, Chill Touch, would the weasel be able to connect it with me 
casting it on him because it creates a spectral hand that it doesn't it's not like a ray that comes from me it just creates a spectral hand that grabs them no there's there's little chance they're gonna they're gonna immediately know it's you because that would be an intelli that would be an intelligence thing uh, so excellent <laughs> I'll just spam till touch then. Uh, and I'll attack the one that is closest to Fiddle. Fiddle. Fiddle, one closest to Fiddle? <laughs> okay. Or, or, excuse me. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, the one closest to Fiddle, or. You said the one closest to Findalore, I didn't hear the, the second part. There's there's one, there's two, you can see all four on there's there's two on Findal and two on Gilly. Uh, the, what, there's one that's a little closer to you, that's uh, got his attention on Findal. Is that the one you want to cast on? Yeah, yeah, okay. Alright, uh, selected, go ahead and roll for your attack. 21. Nice. Yep, that will hit. And for damage, let's see. Uh, five necrotic damage. Nice. Five necrotic, not. Okay. Top of the order. Gilly, you are up. Flint, you're on All deck. Right. Or Fiddle, you're on deck. So uh, I'm gonna go ahead and use my uh, quarter staff still, and uh, I guess I'm gonna hit the one. And what about the quibble? <clears throat> yeah, does uh, quibble get his turn or? <clears throat> um. Yeah, I can have quibble uh, quibble act. Oh, it's, it's a matter. I'm just I was just curious. That's all. I kind of have him out of this combat, so he's just kind of a, a bystander. Cool. So okay. We'll leave it on that because I didn't have him in my mental rotation. He's just a yeah, bystander. No, no, no. That's it's just uh, the three of you. Very cool. All right. So what I'm going to go ahead and do is I'm going to go ahead and smack the one to my, I guess it would be me looking at it would be to my right. Um, okay. So it happens to be the one you, you kind of you kind of recognize it's the one you smacked before. Okay, cool, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, so I'm gonna go ahead and smack him with my quarter staff. Go ahead and see if it. Ah, are you serious? Uh oh. Oh, so five with the quarter staff. Yeah. Uh, that is it going to miss. Figured. <laughs> Alrighty. Anything else you wish to do? Um, let me see if I'm able, I want to maybe try to. As you look around, you uh, to, to give you this. As you look around, given your position of where Findle is, the main door yeah. into the uh, mansion, just about just about five to ten feet behind you. 
So, I mean, I want to, yeah, so I'll go up to the steps right near the front of the door. Okay. Uh, not actually going in. Uh, kind of off, not in the framework of the door, but maybe off to the to the right-hand side of the door. Um, I definitely don't want to have my back towards an open door. So I'm going to, I'm going to stand off to the left of it and uh, I'll, I'll I'll just uh, post up right there, get ready for. All right. Now, if you do move, you are kind of in the center of all of them, so you would get an opportunity attack from all of them. I would probably say that's not a very wise decision. Well, yeah, okay. Attack. <laughs> uh, because, like I said, you're new and, and, and whatnot, so a good, a good uh, motion for this would be to use a disengage instead of attacking. That would allow you to move without opportunity attack. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll disengage. Okay. We'll let that work. So, yeah, you disengage, you minimize the room for opportunity, you move around, and you're right there, uh, right at the steps leading in. All right. Findle, you're up. <clears throat> All right. Um, let's see. From where I am, I want to to um, um, try to s attack the one in front of me with a dagger. The one that's directly in front of me with a dagger. Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to move after I do that. Alright. So. Is a, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, a six. Six does not hit. All right, um, I, I'll just move back to uh, this side, uh, Gilly. I know I'll take an opportunity attack. That's fine. All right, you'll just get one. You'll get two opportunity attacks, or yep. one, one because one's just slightly closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. All right. Twenty-two to hit. Oof, yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, five points of damage. Ouch. Okay. You guys are there. It's the weasels. They are going to move up. And, of course, again, try the grapple. They can't surround you because the house is right there. So get two, again, two and two on grapple, starting with uh, Gilly. You have 15 against your strength. Five. I and have you're up next. 13 strength. Say that again. So I have 13 strength. So you want me to roll for it? Yeah, you roll a strength check and then okay. try to beat the, see if you beat yeah. the 15 or the 13. They, they got me. They got I, you. I rolled a, a nat one plus one, uh, so it's two. All right, you are currently grappled, sir. Bindle, you're right. up. Uh, I rolled a three, so I am as well grappled, I assume. Yep. Yeah. This yep. is really bad. Grappled, so you guys you guys have both been overpowered and grappled by the weasels, and they are going to start dragging you back to their... <laughs> Two on one. 
than the others. They drag. They start to drag. Has any of the weasels that's dragging them been wounded? Yes. Two of the weasels. Two of the weasels have been wounded. The one that they're dragging them. The ones that are dragging them. Well, it's kind of. Um, what each one has a grip on each of them. One has like a grip on the pant leg. The other one has like a, a grip on the shirt, and they're just kind of dragging along. <laughs> so kind of like when you play tug of war with your dog with a dog, and he's just yeah. he's, he's doing that. It's just, that's what's happening. They're just <laughs> and I'm the back. truth boy. <laughs> It'll it, it'll take them a couple of it'll take them a couple uh, at least another round before assuming they can maintain their grapple to get them into the uh, brush. Gavin, you're up. And the brush is uh, how how large is that opening uh, beneath the brush? Uh, it's big enough for them to crawl through, so it's definitely big enough to pull one of the uh, one of the gnomes oh, under. <laughs> I'm thinking about in feet. How long? How much oh, is from, it in feet? Oh, from your position, it's about it's about 15 feet from your position. They're about uh, and they're no, about no. 15 feet. I, I, I'm asking how big is the uh, the entrance to the to that hole? Uh, it's a few feet, few feet wide, and it's kind of a burrow in. So they be they it's big enough for them. It's just big enough for the weasels to come in and out. Given the weasel's size compared to uh, uh, fiddle and dead uh, gilly, they're small enough they could be pulled right in without any difficulty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. And you say I'm 15 feet of, uh, away from them? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. you're, you're, think of it, think of it as, a, as a triangle. The burrow is one point. The, the, five, the six of them are another point, and you make up the last point. It's pretty much an equal, equal distance. They're 15 feet from the hole, you're 15 feet from them, and you're 15 feet from the hole. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. I understand. Um, okay, uh, what I'll do is, um, I will note that the, the brush is slightly on fire from somebody's misplaced fireball. <laughs> so they won't be able to drag them into the bush. Into, beneath the bush, right? Because the bush is catching on fire, right? It, it, it's slightly on fire. It's still very wet. Get, and you guys are being belt pelted by that sea air. So not like it's dry kindling, per se. It's, it's kind of mm -hmm. where he hit. It's like there's still a lot of moisture. So it's, it, it, it's, it's there, but it's not, it's not like a bonfire or a firewall. It's like he cast it. It hit. You see some, uh, you see... A few of the dry parts caught, and it's struggling to spread. It, it's probably going to die out here in the here in a couple more rounds, but it's definitely not large uh, enough to start affecting the landscape. I have a question for you. Uh, Go for it. If I sneak, if I sneak, okay. 
my movement is not the fact that I can still move up to 30 feet, right? Yes, your movement is only hindered if the terrain is considered difficult terrain. If you try to move through these rose bushes, that would be difficult terrain. Moving through this grass, not so much. So if you wanted to, if you wanted to roll a stealth and try to get through the grass, you could totally do that. I'll do that. Uh, okay, and for for rolling that, I would have to roll a stealth check. Okay. Uh, let's do that. Uh, uh, okay. A seventeen. Yep. They are so engrossed in what they're doing with the with the with the with the two gnomes, they are they don't even realize it. Uh, I'll sneak up and uh, as my action, I'll sneak up behind them, uh, behind the weasels that are moving towards me. And as an action, I'll uh, position caltrops uh, from to where they are moving with the with their victims. You're going to put the caltrops in the way? Yeah. Okay. Should I read what the caltrops do? Uh, yes, just for the uh, sake of uh, sake of reminding me. I haven't, I haven't seen many people deploy action, them, so this is the first one. As an action, you can spread a bag of caltrops to cover a square area that is five feet on a side. Any creature that enters the area must succeed on a DC 15 dexterity saving throw or stop moving that this turn and take one piercing damage. Taking this damage reduces the creature's walking speed by 10 feet until the creature regains at least one hit point. A creature moving through the area at half speed doesn't need to make the save. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll let that we can work with we can work that. Alright. You lay down the caltrops. Uh anything else you wish to try and do? Well, I use my movement and my action. I don't have anything that. I didn't know if you had a bonus action you wanted to try and use. Uh, maybe if I didn't use all of my movement, I don't know. I don't have the map, so I don't. I cannot. Uh, uh, no, uh, you didn't. You did not move, use all of your movement. Your stand. Your movement is thirty feet. You would have maybe used half of that to get to where you were going to position those caltrops. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll back away uh, if I can uh, so that I am covered uh, by the bush so I have I have some sort of cover so okay. that I can attack from from range if need be all right so yeah I have I'll move you move you moved you up about 10 feet you lay down your caltrops in a nice in a line roughly five feet long mm -hmm. and then you backed up mm -hmm. into near the gate to where the kind of where the the gate ends and the and the brush starts and you kind of move into there so you have partial cover from the brush you can still see and you can still yeah. aim out sound good okay cool yeah, yeah cool cool here we go gilly you're currently yeah. grappled sir that's fun. <laughs> um, wow. So I'm getting drug along the floor. Yep. Picture like the... I was saying. You picture picture is like you paint. Someone's 
One of them's got a grip on your pant leg and pulling on you. Another one's got a grip on your opposing shoulder and pulling on you. You're just kind of being dragged, dragged back. Okay. Um, wow. You can use either your strength or your dex, whichever one you feel is stronger, to try and break the break the grapple. All right, I'll use the. Uh, I mean, they're both the same, so I'll, I'll use my dexterity. Okay. Uh, so let me go ahead and roll that. Be with me. All right, let's see. So I rolled a uh, 10 altogether. All righty. Breaks one. Doesn't break the second one now. So you're, you managed to, managed to kick yourself free of one of the weasels. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. And I still have an action to do, right? That I can try? While being grappled, or no? Grapple. The grapple creature's speed becomes zero. It can't... No, you can still... You can still make an attack. Does not okay. mean you cannot... It doesn't mean you can't. You, first thing you get to do is try to break the grapple. Broken one of the two grapples, so you get to... Make an, make an attack if you choose to. All right, so I have my sword, uh, my short sword on me as well, uh, in my other hand. So I, I'm going to use that, I guess, while he has me, kind of dragging me along, uh, and he's. I'm assuming he's grabbing me by my upper yeah. collar or somewhere, and he's yanking me uh, with my other free hand. I kind of just want to go up through the throat area, maybe see if I can. If not, you know kill him i'd like to at least do some damage to where his mouth will at least you know let me go or you know kind of do Fair something enough. go ahead and roll for your attack okay so let's go all right 13 13 will hit sounds good <laughs> and let's get some piercing damage of five plus one six Managed to manage to sit there and stab the uh, the weasel that you hit with the staff a couple times, and your stab uh, reaches right up, kind of catches it in the neck, and it, it loosens its jaw and falls down dead. The day you'll be my purse. <laughs> All right, Findle, you're up. The first thing is to try and break your grapple, sir. Um, yeah, um, I'm not actually going to try to break my grapple yet. Um, okay. how far from the hole are we? Like how many turns will it take for them to drag me to the hole? Uh, I'm going to give them two turns to drag you to the hole, one okay. to get there and then one to pull you in. Okay. The other question I have is if I were to cast expeditious retreat, can, do I have to escape the grapple first to, to cast that or I believe can I... so. Let me double check real Quick. I just okay, I don't I don't know. Retreat, so. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's a spell. Okay, 
I, um, I probably do, but I just want to make sure. It's essentially taking the dash action. You still have to be free of the grapple before your movement okay. could allow okay, cool. you to, to go. So okay. you're, trying to, uh, then, you're trying to break the grapple, and your role then will I, go against the two of them. Okay, then, yeah, I'll try to break the grapple. Okay. Um, what is it that I have to roll? You have to do a strength check okay. or a dex check, whichever one you feel has a better chance. I will absolutely take my dex. Um, that is 11. 11 beats both of them. You managed to oh. shimmy yourself free of both of them. Okay. Um, and as a bonus action, I want to cast uh, Expedition 13. All right. Which direction do you plan to run? Um, as fast as I can towards the door. Righty. Um, and kind of like, because I assume they dragged me a, a bit. Oh, ah, damn. Yeah, I assume they dragged me a bit far, didn't they? And you, the dash gives you your normal walking speed is like 25 feet. If you use dash, yeah, you it's an additional 25 feet. So, expeditious retreat, you essentially can have I, like 50 feet of movement. Can I cancel that then? Because I thought I was farther away. <laughs> no, no, you would. You, yeah. Um, it's well, up to you. It's, it's if you feel. You get you, you you pull the grapple and you get up. That would take part of your movement. Expedition yeah. Tree would let you get away without yeah. and then right to the door. So you're right there at the handle of the door, ready to start trying to shimmy it open so you can get in. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll still cast it, I guess. Okay, it's a concentration spell. So, all right. Um. So I just so I just so it just automatically casts or yes. Okay, cool. uh, you gotta you once you once you use the components we do it it'll last up to 10 minutes as a concentration at any point okay. you can use your you can use a dash as a bonus act okay um then can i try to open the door or is that an action that would be an action you have to do okay. that on the next round okay then i am done all right Next up is the weasels. Ed, so there's only three left. Oh, nice. Um, the one that lost its grapple on Fiddle, Findle, is going to try and re-grab Findle. Drink check. Here's your strength check, sir. Findle, can you hear uh, me? That would be a two minus one. So oh, no, one. Findle, I'm sorry. Gilly. I got them confused. Oh. Gilly, what is your strength check? <laughs> okay, so... One second. Like, you fought one free, stabbed another one, and then you kind of look over the corner of your eye, you see Findle kind of break free of his two and just roadrunner, meep, meep, boom! He's on the door now <laughs> trying to get in. Uh, so I rolled a 14 plus one, 15. Alrighty, that will be that one. And that one. They beat all but one of them. One of them, try, one of them managed to re-grab you. The other two don't. So you're still grappled. I'm just a chew toy. Kevin, you're up. From your vantage point, you see you see one of you see that one of them's dead. One of them is dead. The other three are circling around uh, Gilly, 
One of them's got a hold on him and continuing to drag him. Managed to get him this close. Oh, and they do pass through the caltrops. So it was a dexterity saving throw, correct? Gavin, you might be muted. You're muted, Milos. He said just a second. Okay. That's weird. Yeah, we can't hear you at all. I think he said his DC was uh, 15. Yeah. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. DC 15 on decks. All right. First one, hit. second one, makes it, third one, all three make it. Uh-oh. I think he's coming back into oh, the... there we go. Okay, cool. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can hear you. Hey, yeah, that's better. Cool. Better. I don't know what that was. Uh, okay, so the one that is grappling Gilly uh, is doing so with his mouth, right? Yes. Excellent. Uh, Not really. What? <laughs> what? What's so funny? I said, "Not really." If you're me, yeah. <laughs> it's not really good. Yeah. Put it this way: oh. Eddie, by, the, by the time you guys get back, Gilly might need a tailor. Right. Okay. <laughs> and it's grappling, grappling him by the leg, by the hand, by the arm, or what? He's got he, he he's got him by the uh, by the trouser leg and is dragging him across, dragging him back. Okay. Uh, and I am uh, removed from them about fifteen feet. Correct? Yes. Okay. I'll move stealthily uh, about. Uh, that I'm about 10 feet away from Gilly and, uh, and said weasel. Okay. Okay. And I'll cast Prestidigitation, uh, which will allow me to uh, chill, warm, or flavor up to one cubic foot of non-living material for one hour. Ah. And I will, I will flavor Gilly's uh, pant leg with... I will I will flavor it to be uh, flavored like red hot chili peppers. <laughs> extremely, <laughs> extremely hot chili peppers. 
Oh. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna get. I like that. All right. So, um, let's see. We're gonna we're gonna we're we're gonna cause a Constitution save just to get that see if that weasel can maintain after getting this hot hot feeling of of the the, the whole hot pepper thing. Uh, just uh, just just for the sake of sake of uh, trying to mentally picture this, are we talking like a jalapeno, a habanero, or a ghost pepper, or worse? Worse, way way worse. Ooh, I'm gonna have to watch. Naga viper, again. Naga viper pepper. <laughs> All right, <then> I... <laughs> All righty, let's see. Con save. That is a fail. He that that weasel releases his grasp. I gave him a con save with disadvantage <laughs> because of the pepper charge. Excellent. I'll use the rest of my movement. Uh, I need. I didn't roll for stealth. Should I? Uh, technically, yes, you should. Uh, just a second. I I needed to. Uh, I needed to remove me remove myself from the game at roll twenty. So I uh, I thought that was causing the issue with the with the sound. Just a second. Uh, okay. I launch it again. Uh, okay, I'll make a stealth check, but uh, what I'll do is I'll move again behind the bush so that I have cover. Mm. And I'll roll. Okay. Uh, a, a stealth check. <clears throat> Come on. It says rolling the dice. Come on. <laughs> nice four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, as you kind of creep up there, and then you cat, and then you cast that, and the, the weasel sits there and lets go because of the, that that sensation. They kind of look around and they they notice you. You're about ten. You they they notice you. So, do they notice the caltrops in the grass? Uh, they already passed onto those, and they did feel those hit, but it did not deter them. Oh, okay. They managed okay. to succeed all of their saves there. But, Gilly is technically free, so his next turn, he can do something. Hey, what do you know? Yeah. Top of the order. Gilly, what are you going to do? You're free! Your pants. <laughs> I am You're wondering, finally, like, what, do I not I just taste good enough? Am I not good enough for you now? What? <laughs> I think they were scared of me. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, so I, I have my longbow actually on me, and I and I know that they're. I notice, I guess, that they're heading. You know, going to start heading towards uh, Gavin. So, have they already turned around at this point? Um, kind of heading his way, like or right on you, and their heads are kind of. Couple, a couple of them, a couple of them's head kind of looked to see Gavin standing there, and you see him too. It's like he's he's definitely talling uh, above the grass, and it's like, okay. oh, yep. Yeah. So you have an opportunity right. to get to disengage and get move out of there as fast as you can, and then you'd be in a much better position to use your longbow. 
Yeah, I was thinking, I don't know if I should use it up close quarters. Uh, so It's a little harder uh, yeah, when, just... when you're in melee like that. It's best if you have some kind of distance. Otherwise, because, I mean, right now, you think about it. You're lying there. You've got a short a, bl a short sword with blood on it and a quarter staff. Yeah. And it's like you've got to kind of have to, like, okay, which one am I? It, what, I mean, granted, it, as far as the sake of combat, it would be, okay, I put one down, I pull out the other one, but... You're right up in there when it's it would make better sense realistically to get out of the way and then be able to switch to the bow and start shooting. Yeah, I what think I am going to disengage right now. Um, I am going to disengage and just uh, back back up my full maybe about I would say a good twenty maybe twenty feet. Okay. So that would put you close to the close. door if that's the direction you wish to go? Yeah, that's where I'm trying to get back to. So, I mean, I know Findle's up near near the house, and I'm just trying to back up as close so I can get uh, some help if needed. And that right. way I can set up. Okay, that makes sense. So um, disengage and then back up to the house, right? Yeah. Okay. Are you able to do that? No opportunity attacks are deployed against you. So you are now in a position to use your bow on the next round, which will bring us to Findle. You are at the door, sir. You feel the, you notice the presence of Gilly stand, uh, with his back to you. You see him kind of switching out and getting his bow ready and knocking an arrow, getting ready to start aiming. What do you do, sir? Um, I am going to, does it take an action to load my crossbow and then fire it or? No, that would be considered okay. all part of the whole action of pulling it out, aiming and shooting. Okay, cool. Then I want to, um, a, shoot a bolt at the, um, just sort of like a crossbow bolt at the, the weakest one, whatever the weakest one I think is. Can I tell uh, which one of the weakest is? Uh, as you're looking at the three of them, there is one uh, off to the side. As you kind of look, you see it's got it had to like see black veins uh, uh, kind of crawl up and then back down. Okay. And it's a little more sluggish than the rest of them. Okay. Yeah, I want to aim for that one. Okay. Roll for your attack. Uh, come on. Oh, twenty. Come on. Uh, eight. It will not. Unreal. It will not hit. Yeah. Unreal. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, and it costs an action to open the door. Damn. Um, can I go hide in the grass? Uh, you as can move to the grass, but I don't believe you have hide as a bonus because you're an oh, artificer, okay. not a rogue. Okay, cool. Um, I'll just hang out by the door then. Okay. Moving that down. Next up is the weasels. Um, two of them seeing Gavin as the closer target. They all move. They all move toward him. Mm -hmm. so you have the three of them right there. The one in the middle is looking a lot more sluggish than the two on either side. And. Have a couple of them make make a make a bite attacks. Twenty two to hit. 
that hits. Eleven to hit. That doesn't hit. And it would be a nineteen to hit. They do all three hit, that or hits. just two out of three? Two out of three. Two out of three. Okay. Uh, five points of piercing damage each. That would be ten points okay. of piercing damage to you. Yikes. Okay. I'm still alive, barely. Oh. <clears throat> Alrighty. Brings us to your turn. Gilly? Yep. Oh, uh, no. Gavin's turn. Okay. The weasels, uh, then Gavin, and then it's Gilly and uh, Fiddle. Okay. Gavin, you're if up. If I move, they get... If I move, they get an opportunity attack, right? Yes, unless you use the disengage action, which will negate the opportunity attack and allow you to move. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I move uh, where the gnomes are? Yes. Your movement will bring you right to the door. Okay, I'll use the disengage action to move... Uh... Behind, <laughs> <laughs> behind the gnome, <laughs> behind my gnome, my gnome bodyguards. <laughs> All right, well, if you get up there and you happen to just uh, slide in there, uh, behind Gilly, because you see as you're as you kind of use your flourish of movement to dance out of their way and run toward them, you see Gilly is got his bow up, arrow knocked, getting ready to look for a target, and you just kind of. Kind of sidestep out of the way, so we give him. He gets a clear line of sight. Brings us to Gilly. All right, so I, I'm. I get my bow ready. I'm. I'm watching as soon as Gavin hits the steps. I'm. I'm already cocked back, and I'm looking at which one to aim at. Um, so I'm not going to hit the middle one. I want to actually try to slow down the this pack, and so I'm going to hit the one uh, off to the top top right of the group i'm gonna go for him uh so i'm gonna end up taking a shot at him all right take and your shot that is oh come on five two plus three yeah no five will five. not do it darn it <laughs> i got an idea you line up that bow and it goes and it just kind of you see it kind of slide through the fur and keep going like it's just it wasn't quite there. Alrighty, yeah. going to knock another arrow. Next up is Findle. Okay, um, are there any rocks uh, at my uh, like uh, near me? Like any little tiny little rocks that I can grab? Um, would you say? Or something? Um, it's something like a like a tiny little object, something small that I can grab. Be little bits, little, there'd be a little bits of wood and glass from the uh, windows that had rotted away. Okay. Uh, what I want to do um, is I want to uh, take uh, pick up one of the objects uh -huh. um, and cast. Uh, sorry, give me a second here. And cast uh, magical tinkering. And what I want to do is I want to use the static visual effect. Um, and it can be a picture, up to twenty-five words of text, lines or shapes or a magic, a uh, mixture of these elements as I like. Um, so what I want to do is I want to cast, use this, and um, 
kind of toss it in front of me so that when it lands on the ground, a picture of a giant owl appears um, because wheels are not weasels are t natural enemies of owls. I don't want to try to scare them into um, like make them think that there's something like a bigger predator than us. Alrighty, um, go ahead and roll a deception. And since you picked an owl as their thing, I'll let you do it with advantage. Cool. That is... Oh, natural 20. All right, so you go and you cast this, and it looks like a giant owl is... What's the owl doing? Um, It's going to kind of swoop towards them. All right. Oops, okay. It managed to do that, and it scatters them. And they... Uh... Nice. They rush back into <laughs> their burrow. Excellent. Yes. Ah, oof, that was close. Well played, gentlemen. Well played. <laughs> 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 wow, the weasels. <laughs> the weasels started. That was. Uh, yeah. How long does the spell last? Um, one second, I'll tell you. Um. It just says one action. Um, Let's see, what was that spell again? Um, it's called Magical Tinkering. It's not necessarily a spell, it's just an action that I can do. Oh, yes, yes, that's an artificial trait. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, and do not magical object with the property of choice, five foot radius light. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't say that it... Takes time as you imbue a tiny non-magical object with a magical property. Um, you, uh, you did yeah, it to where so. it could uh, do the um, know the spell. Yeah, the actual words are: a static visual effect appears on one of the object's surfaces. Um, this can be a picture up to twenty-five words. Oh, yeah. So actually, maybe it's not. Um, it doesn't create an image. Oh, that's not good. Uh, I read that wrong. I apologize. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's... Sorry about that. Uh, it says the magic, the, the visual effect appears on one of the object's surfaces. Mm. So if you did an image of an owl, you'd have to find some way to shine that image out. Hmm. I don't believe any of you have any torches or anything lit or any sources of light. No. Oh, geez. I'm really sorry. I, have uh, I didn't read that right. That's fine. And we can we can work with it. Okay. Um, um, let me think. It does say you could do an odor. Can I can I use a sound instead of a, a um? Yeah, there you go. Um, can I use a sound instead of an image? Sure. What's the sound? Okay. Um, then I would like to make the screech of an owl. All right. Yeah, that sounds much more plausible. We'll do that. Yeah, and then just and, kind of drop it in front of me so that, whatever, and and then uh, the screech of an owl. Okay. And same effect. Sorry it about scares that. them off. Sorry about that. No, you're good. You're good. A natural twenty on that deception kind of kind of nails it. We just had to make sure we <laughs> work through the through the thematics uh, of what happens. All right. Cool. Alrighty. Okay. So. Manage to avoid uh, avoid that. 
let's go inside before they come back. I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> well, what would you suggest? <clears throat> hmm. What do you think? You're the biggest of us. What do you think we should do? I think we should probably ask Quibble where the heck is he? <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering that myself. <laughs> we could certainly use him. I'm just worried about uh, the pants. I don't want me acorns running up against the uh, grass. It's a little tickly there. <laughs> do I have a, uh, do I have an attack since the weasels are retreating and I'm next in line for the initiative? Uh, if you you can, you certainly can. However, if you do, it might break their fear and then cause them to come back. I will yeah, leave that as your choice. But they wouldn't know that that it was me because I would spam them with chill touch. <laughs> it might be an owl hitting them with an invisible hand. <laughs> okay, insult to injury. If you, if you really, um, how? Wait a minute, though. Question on that. Now that I think about it, you uh, oh. Still touch as a cantrip. Yeah, you can cast as many times as you want. Let's leave yeah. well enough alone. <laughs> I agree. We won uh, the fight. Let's go. There are two of them win. Yes, but we need to have an... Uh, how do you say that? Uh, we need to have a, a, a clear path if we need to retreat. If they oh. are left then we are essentially blocked from retreating from the house if something comes out from the house towards us. Something there is a back door, mate. Hostile. That's true. What if there's a back door? Hey, Gilly, make, a, make a nature check for me real quick. Do what? Why don't you uh, make, a, make a nature check for me real quick. All right. Can I still cast uh, Chill Touch? Yes, if you want. Uh, 16. Any particular one you wanted to cast it on, or did you want to cast it on the same one you cast it before? There are three of them, right? There are three of them. One of them has the black lines from the first time you cast it. Uh, I'll the finish other two that are undamaged. <clears throat> I'll finish the damaged one. Uh, the damaged one is uh, bloodied. He's uh, definitely not doing so hot. Okay, yeah, but uh, yeah, but uh, if we if I leave him alone, that that's one potential uh, opponent. Yes. So so I'll I'll finish him. Okay. Uh, I'll try to finish him. Uh, right. So that's that would be how much to hit? A sixteen to hit. 16 will hit. Roll damage. And for damage, 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 damage. Uh, that would be a 5. Will be enough. See, as the, uh, as they start to scurry into the hole, the, the last one is the one that has the, uh, was, is, was the sluggish one. You cast it, and then it just drops right there in front of the hole. Nice. 
Yeah, lots of fun there. Okay, so back to the entrance of the house. <laughs> Judging from that, how how damaged are you guys? Um, I'm very damaged. I've got four hit points left. I'm not doing well. Uh, I but, still got seven. <laughs> but I only had nine, so. Meh. Fair. So you I'm guys, you guys are definitely man. feeling it. All right. What do you want to? How do you want to proceed? You're kind of outside, right there, or you have you could step inside the house and take it and try and start seeing what happens there. And seeing what happens yeah. there. Is Squibble <laughs> with us? He's there, but he's not. I don't know about you, mates, but uh, there's two dead weasels in front of us, and I'm getting kind of hungry. Oh, uh, I don't eat weasel. Ah, it's the best, especially when you skewer it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I do it all the same. Hmm. That, some chipmunks, some squirrels. It's all the same. Hmm. I, I really want to get the one that was holding on to my pant leg. <laughs> I definitely want to eat him. <laughs> Why do we eat? Um, yeah. Uh, what I'll do now is uh, I'll I'll uh, use my spider familiar uh, and have him scout the house in front of us going on the walls because he can and I'll see through his eyes and he has dark vision uh, <clears throat> okay but what do my spider eyes see correct? <laughs> All right, Gavin doesn't have Gavin, what, to my knowledge Gavin oh, what, wow, do your, cool. what do your spider eyes see Spindle and Gilly, you guys can both see up to 60 feet in kind of a gray scale. So whether there's light or no light, you're not you're not suffering from from that being a, as far as a hindrance getting through. Gavin and Quibble, on the other hand, do not have dark vision. They are going to need some sight, some type of light source as they go and try to explore as you guys try to explore inside the mansion. But right now, from what you can see through the windows. Yes, your spider familiar has dark vision. So he'll be relaying that back to you. Or you send him off to where he started crawling through the house on his own? Send him off and I'll uh, telepathically look through his eyes and hear what he hears. I can okay. do that with my familiar. Cool. Uh, I'll, I'll uh, just a sec to see uh, about a familiar. Blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, while your familiar is within 100 feet of you, you can communicate it with it telepathically. Additionally, as an action, you can see through your familiar's eyes and hear what it hears until the start of your next turn, gaining the benefits of any special senses that the familiar has. During this time, you are deaf and blind with regard to your own senses. Yes, uh, that is true. So you would, you would, you would. 
take a seat right there on the stoop, kind of sit there, and um, and your your eyes kind of roll back white and completely oblivious to everything going on around you. As the, the you guys see the spider crawl out of his pocket and crawl down and crawl under the door door, crawl into the entry hall. Uh, I'll inform them before I do that. I'll inform them of what is going to transpire so they don't freak out because of it. <laughs> Clever. <laughs> Fair. All right. Um, and also, now are you... also that they that they protect me if need be. <laughs> yeah, in case the weasels come back. My known bodyguards. <laughs> <laughs> Where some bad I'm, I'm seriously, I'm I'm seriously considering hiring you guys as my bodyguards. <laughs> you couldn't afford me. <laughs> we'll see about that. Guys, <laughs> been cast. Alrighty. Um. Now are you? So, spider kind of comes in. Um. Mm -hmm. Spider comes in, looks around. You see, there's a lot. Of, you, you get the sense that there is um, kind of vast, open space. There's a, what looks like stairs coming up the uh, right side as the spider crawls under, leading up. Um, given his vantage point on the floor, he can't. All he sees what looks like dozens of feet down a hallway to a closed door. A little bit of light underneath it. Um, mm -hmm. the stairs kind of, the stairs lead up, um, there's another hallway that's to the left, um, mm -hmm. but he has to kind of, as he moves up, using one movement to kind of go through, go around the room, sees the hall, sees a hallway lead all the way to the end with another door and a little crack of light underneath, sees a hallway that leads to a wall, to a wall, there's a couple more broken windows, uh, there's always straight to the back of the building a little bit of light underneath that um, that's that's what it sees visually from its vantage point on the floor what do you, what would you like it to do can I distinguish that uh, the light that is uh, at the other side of the uh, at the other side of the building uh, beneath the door is it uh, daylight or is it torchlight or something it's, uh, can I distinguish it, it's kind of, it, it's that same, it, it's, it's, it's a little, it's, it's really faint. Um, as you're interpreting this, it looks like it's like daylight, like kind of daylight, but it's a prox, but it's like at a distance. Like if you had an open window on a cloudy day mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you were, and it, it, that's what illum is illuminating the room. You're not seeing anything brighter than that. It's a very low very subdued uh, kind of kind of daylight, um, mm -hmm. very similar to what you were seeing outside. Only because of the door's proximity to the window, it's a very it's very faint. But it's enough of a dis of a distinction to give the to give you the impression that there is a door that shut and it's just that little crack of light at the bottom of the door. Okay, and the staircase leads up and down or just up. It just leads up. 
Uh, and the hallway to the left, it leads to a door or uh, another room? The hallway to the left leads to leads to the door. You can also see there are two other doors with the little mm -hmm. slivers of light along the side. So there are three mm -hmm. doors down that hallway. The main hallway, mm -hmm. again, has, th has three doors and it looks like it turns slightly. The hallway mm -hmm. to the right looks like it has two windows and two doors. Mm -hmm. That's what that's so what we, that's what you're seeing. So we have uh, uh, a hallway to the left, a hallway to the right, uh, a hallway straight down, and a stairway leading up. Yeah. Uh, okay. I think the most prudent thing to do would be to investigate the ground floor first. So what I'll do is I'll go to that door in the front from where, from beneath it, from beneath, uh, what, how do I say that, uh, where, the, where that uh, subtle daylight is coming uh, beneath it. Okay. You're talking about the hallway straight to the back? Yeah, 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 yeah. Straight to the back. Yeah, yeah. Alright, so as the spider crawls along that that hallway, passes uh, one door on the right on the right, and can kinda look under and see a little bit. Uh, sees two windows, uh, looks like a couple of broken chairs. Um, and as it passes that, it sees a doorway on a door on the left, looks under, it looks like there's a the remnants of like a a, a long table. And mm -hmm. a couple of windows providing a little bit of light, and it continues as it comes up to the last door at the straight back. And um, to the right, it looks like the hallway turns, and then there's another door. And judging from the wind that's blowing in from the cracks around that door, that's like an, that's an mm -hmm. exterior door. Um, okay. And now it's up to the door, up to the the closed door at the end of the hallway going straight did you want it to go under into the room or just kind of stay there is there light going uh, from beneath the door from beneath the side door just a little bit a little bit of daylight it call, kind of looks through it looks like uh it might be looking kind of creeping under a little bit getting a look around it looks like uh there might be some stairs that are to, there's a set of stairs and uh, looks to be what you're interpreting as uh, an old kitchen. It appears to have been the uh, kitchen for the house. And uh, on uh, each of the doors, is there uh, any locks like or uh, bolts or something like that that is keeping them uh, from being opened from either side? No, it doesn't appear to be anything like that. Okay. Uh... So you say there is an old kitchen, right? Yep. Uh, is there any other doors in the kitchen? There's one door slightly inside to the right. It leads into another room. Mm -hmm. Can I use uh, my investigation through my familiar's eyes or? Yes. Not. Okay. Uh, and to see if there is any hidden thingies inside the room, I should roll perception or investigation? Uh, that would be a perception. Talking about inside the kitchen? 
Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> perception, perception, perception. Oh, nice. Uh, there we go. Rolling. Ah, it's a seven. Looks like a kitchen to me. Nope, not not really seeing a whole lot there. Uh, you're seeing uh, some cabinetry and and all kind of weathered and worn uh, stuff there. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll uh, I'll move towards that door at the other end of the kitchen. All right. Uh, you... uh, does the door open uh, towards me or away from me? Uh, the one, the inside the kitchen to the right, that one looks like it's going to, uh, swing into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And you're looking and through... There is not another door in the kitchen, right? Only the one at the right, and the one through which I came in. Yeah, there's one door in, there's a stairwell, and then there's one door leading into another room. A stair, a stairway? Yes, there's a stairway on the back wall of the kitchen. Okay, uh, I'll explore the door on the right. Uh... Okay. How long is all this taking? Like, do we know what he's doing, or has he just sent the spider into the house and we're just kind of hanging out in front, going do 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 do? Pretty much, you're gonna, you, it, it, it's been a, it's, uh, say it's been about five, ten minutes. Been doing this community. He's been sitting here like this. Okay. Um. What? Uh, what are we doing? Keep in mind, Gavin cannot hear you or. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that's right. No. What? Uh, what's happening? I don't know. This guy's eyes is white, and I don't know. Hey, I just saw a spider go out. But, like I said, I'm getting hungry, and uh, we don't find a place to bear down for the night. I may have to start cooking one of these weasels up now. <laughs> um, I want to use my um, <laughs> I want to use my pole of collapsing um, and stand about five feet away from the door and say "grow," and then push the door open uh, with the pole. Okay. Do I need to roll um, for that? Or? Real quick, give me a give me a strength check okay. or a dexterity check, whichever you prefer. Um, oh, Jesus Christ! Uh, three. You you push on it. It takes you takes you a couple minutes, but you are able to kind of push the door in. Uh, given it, given given its state of decay, it's not. It's it's more kind of swollen shut and stiff, but not like barred or anything like that. Okay. So it, uh, it, ta it takes you a few minutes, but you are able to push it open, and you can you can kind of see what's inside. Yeah, cool. Um, and and um, Gavin's not doing anything to. He's not reacting to this at all, or he's just sitting like pre Un prone. Unless you happen to walk up to him and touch him. Yeah. In any kind of way, he is completely oblivious. All of his senses 
are are just he's just kind of a statue. You see him breathing, you see him kinda doing some of those inflections of thought that you like hmm. okay. I kinda wanna walk up to him and, and poke him a little bit and are you okay? I open Gavin, you my feel eyes. The, you feel the poke. What do you do? I open my eyes, temporarily uh, releasing communication with my familiar. All right, see, so you, you, you go and you poke Gavin. His eyes kind of flicker a little bit, and the white, and it returns to his normal uh, eye color. And he Are you all he, right? Yes, I said I'm exploring the house with my familiar, the spider. Oh, oh what, what's a familiar? It's basically a magical creature a spellcaster summons to be his guardian, his pet, his scout. Oh. Never need to be. Oh. Okay, continue. Uh, wait, wait, okay. wait. I've got a question for you. What happens if someone steps on your spider? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, well, I can resummon him again. But they need to spend 10 gold to do that. But oh, wouldn't no. he be dead if somebody stepped on him? Not actually. He's just temporarily dead. So he's not real? I have no actual answer to that question. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Findle, Findle, roll an Arcana check. Okay. Uh, what kind of dark magic 12. is this? You want to roll an Arcana check, too. Go ahead there, Gilly. Uh, I got a 12. You got a 12. Okay. You've, you've studied a little bit of magic because of your chosen profession as an artificer. You've skimmed over the, this whole concept of a familiar. It's basically calling some type of uh, a fiend, uh, extraplanar uh, creature. It comes to this the material this plane in the form of some creature uh far that's pretty much how you understand it it's basically you're calling to another plane and somebody and something answers and then kind of works for you okay cool all and, right thank you oh okay Billy, what did that's you get for clever. your arcana check or did you just skip it no Sorry, i go. have it what'd you get uh let me get back to it and it was 11. All right, same same basic stuff. You heard talk about it. Um, come across other ranger, uh, other rangers out in the wilds that have had them. And they've it's been kind of a similar similar explanation. Some type of extraplanar entity comes to work for you. Very common amongst spellcasters. Sorcerers, warlocks, wizards, those types. Maybe one day you, you teach me how to do that trick. Ooh. I'm just not giving my soul. <laughs> I cannot promise you that. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm going to sit back and go, oh, please, continue then. Uh, uh, okay, I'll, uh, I think I'll move uh, and sit uh, not on the doorsteps because something might come out from the house or something like that might happen, so... I'll sit besides the steps in a lotus position, and uh, then I'll uh, I'll resume the control of my familiar, 
Oh, real quick though, because Piddle did open the door. So as you stand up to readjust, and the three of you are looking in, the front mm -hmm. door opens to a misty, dirty entrance entrance hall. To your left, a corridor leads to the west wing of the house. The walls are bare, with bits of smashed furniture lying upon the floor. Ahead of you, another corridor leads toward the rear of the house. Staircase on the eastern wall climbs up to the next story, reaching to a balcony that overlooks the entrance hall. Along its north and west sides, the stairs appear safe to climb, though the balcony rail is broken in several places. Mm -hmm. Underneath the stairs leading underneath the stairs at the north end of the hall, a third corridor that leads so you got a left right rear stairs leading up because now your vantage height is your van your visual vantage is different than that of spiders you see a lot more mm -hmm. of these deep spider just saw mm -hmm. obstacles and a path okay I'll, I'll i'll just move beside the door and i'll say to them uh, i will i think that it is the smart choice to explore the house via my familiar before we actually go in and uh, be surprised by something so it's better to do it with my servant uh okay uh i will uh, move to the side uh sit uh not in a lotus position that might become uh bad after a time uh so i'll just sit uh, in a I don't know how to say that. Not it's not like a squat. It's more like uh, like a kneel or on... a kneel or something. No, no, no. Uh, just sitting on uh, sitting on my cloak on the ground and okay. uh, like cross-legged. Maybe I don't know. Uh, my knees will be bent. Uh, like I will sit. I will sit on my cloak. My knees will be bent. Like. Uh, my legs will be in front of me, uh, holding me up, and uh, uh, I'll just concentrate on uh, seeing through my uh, through my spider senses. Okay. So kind of a meditative, meditative type posture from what you're describing. At least how it's come to my mind. So, yeah. Do they tingle? Your spider senses? <laughs> oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, come on. It wouldn't be good geek culture if we didn't make some kind of pulp culture reference at everything you heard. If, if he didn't <laughs> said it, if he didn't say it, I would have said it uh, too. I, I also concluded that I should have said it, but uh, you talked, so I didn't want to interrupt you. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. That's fair. All right. Uh, so back to the back to the familiar. The familiar is currently in the kitchen. Explored a door to the right. Uh, into that room. Mm -hmm. um, definitely the, the spider senses. There's a lot of moisture and, and uh, mold in here. Looks like there's a there's some kind of structure on the back wall. Uh, maybe a and structure. Maybe like a like a giant bucket or, or, or barrel. As you're trying, as you're processing what it's seeing, um, mm -hmm. small heap of dishes and whatnot are on the floor next to it, and you see a set of stairs that lead down. 
We've seen two mm. sets of stairs that lead up and one set of stairs that leads down. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Uh, um, I, do I see any other secret doors in this particular room? No, that is all of the. You you now have, lay you've laid eyes on most of all of all the immediate doors, that lead toward mm -hmm. the back of the house. Okay, uh, I'll uh, I'll move uh, with the spider back to the house's entrance. All right, so uh, moving back into the main entrance. Yes, and I still have to explore the hallways to the left and to the right. That is uh, true. And there are, I'll explore uh, the hallway to the right first, and it has uh, two doors on the side, correct? Yes, as you, as your spider crawls down, there's uh, two doors um, on the right side as he crawls down, and two windows on the left. Uh, mm -hmm. Looking under the doors, the uh, light is, the light is stronger on the hallway side of the door than it is on the interior side, because of the distance Naturally. the windows are. From there, um, mm -hmm. given the orientation, it looks like the windows uh, windows are on the front of the house that are producing the light. Um, mm -hmm. And as you as the spider creeps and under the door jam to kind of survey the room, it sees there's a door to the side that might be a connecting door. You see a fireplace on the other mm -hmm. side. Mm -hmm. Then as you backtrack and or as you come out, continue down the hallway, look under the last door, you see uh, a lar uh, another fireplace on the exterior wall, uh, several more windows inside, and that same uh, connecting door. So it confirms that there's a door that connects both of these rooms, and that's, what, that's what you're seeing in there. Excuse uh, me? Real quick, let me... Uh, I'll just uh, temporarily re release control of the spider so I can convey what I saw in the house to Gilly and Trunket. Okay. I don't need to repeat the, this, you've heard it, so... <laughs> okay. Uh, you have to regurgitate all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, Okay, uh, okay, guys, I still have uh, some more space to cover on the ground floor, and then uh, if you decide, we'll either go in or have my Spidey go up to the second floor or to the basement, whichever you prefer. Guys, they say that we go in and uh, camp out, get ready for the night, you know, so that we're not open in the elements here. Uh, maybe we can uh, hide out and maybe camp out in one of these uh, empty rooms. What uh, what hour is it? Uh, this would be. Let's see. You left in the morning, uh, late uh, mm -hmm. mid morning to come up here. So you got. It took you about, about four miles, so a couple hours. So this is about mid afternoon. Um, when you got to the house, uh, it's shenanigans with the weasels and exploring so we're now in late afternoon early evening uh the sun has definitely started the sun is definitely setting because it's getting much dark it's already kind of overcast and dreary now though it's definitely getting darker 
Mm -hmm. So you're he, he, that. So yeah, the late late afternoon, early evening. Uh, and those two uh, rooms that have uh, that are interconnected and that have uh, fireplaces, uh, do they have a way for us to bolt the doors via um, some kind of furniture, or perhaps there is um, a lock or a bolt? They're both living areas, uh, li kind of living rooms. Uh, some damaged, uh, some broken furniture and stuff there. Um, <laughs> They do appear. They, it looks like you have some means of blocking the uh, blocking the door somewhat. And then there's the fire. There's the fireplace. You have a choice between either one of the one on the exterior wall or the one that's in the that's all interior. If uh, if we go in, I, I can set an alarm against the door so that nobody can get in without us knowing. Yeah, that, that that's a cool idea. But we still have to, you know. Uh, protect ourselves from someone entering in the first place. Well, no, I understand. Uh, but it, it's useful to have alarm. I'm not saying anything about that. Uh, okay. I, uh, I say we make Cable out to, the, to be the first guard for the night. He hasn't done much today, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should just leave him behind. <laughs> Bubba will take that. He'll 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 stand for he'll stand watch over you guys. He's uh he's fairly good because uh, given he's an elf, he doesn't sleep the way the rest of the races do. So he he, he could he could stand sentinel over the over 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 you guys. That's handy. Uh, we can use the fireplaces to make some dinner with those weasels. You, I presume. You read stand? my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, I agree. Uh, Let's do that. Black magic, I tell ya. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so which of the two so which are the two which are the two rooms? The interior room or the exterior room? And by exterior I mean one room has two exterior walls. The other room has three in is just is has only got one exterior wall and three interior walls. Uh-huh. So which one of the two rooms do you guys want to take? Or do you want to just look at both and see what happens? Um, which Can I tell which one looks safer? Well, as he, re as he described what he described to you, mm. you realize that the, from where you're standing, they're the two, they're, they're that row of windows to the right. So you can go and look through the windows to see what's okay. in the room and then help make a decision. Okay, uh, I would like to do that then. I'm going to go over to one of the windows and um, try to see inside um, and see if it's it's empty or if it's, you know, what have you. All right, are you seeing, so I'm moving your character across the first window. Okay. Second window. Third window. Fourth window. I don't uh, see it moving at all. Oh, really? Oh, That's you have right. to go to the bottom. Oh, there you go. There you go. Okay. I had to place it, then see. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh. You want me to roll investigation or anything? Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, there it is. Uh, nineteen. Nice. Alrighty, on the first room. 
Now, the only theme note in this room is a clump of tiny red mushrooms growing around the fireplace. Semicircular fashion. Other, otherwise, the room looks uh, fairly empty, aside from a little bit of moldy uh, furniture. Can I roll a nature check to see if I can tell what kind of mushrooms they are, poisonous or otherwise? Yes, you may. Uh, is a natural 20, 23. They're harmless. Okay, cool. In fact, uh, in fact, you looking at them, you're pretty sure that they might they might be used for cooking. You might be Ooh. able to use them for some kind of uh, some kind of garnish or uh, ingredient into cooking. I see some mushrooms in there that we could add to the weasel. It might make it taste better. Oh, weasel is good enough by itself. <laughs> All right, uh, Gilly, did you want to investigate the other room? Uh... So, let's see. Yeah, let me go towards the one with the... It, it's the exterior one, correct? Yeah, I put you right on one of the windows yeah. where you get a full view inside the room. Yeah, I, I definitely want to maybe take a look around, uh, check the fireplace, because, um, of course, I don't want uh, any of the... Uh, any other soot or anything to catch on fire uh, while we're cooking, and then we're right, burned ahead, alive. Uh, roll your investigation home. check from the window. You said roll an investigation. Yes. All right. And that is eleven. All righty. Uh, you looking through? Aside from. Uh, it's kind of looking at you see a spot where a bunch of plaster has fallen down onto the floor. Uh, what's some heavily uh, degraded furniture chunks and the fireplace. And uh, other than that, the room looks fairly clean. Got, yeah, uh, most of the windows are uh, they're, they're covered in slats, but the glass is broken and some of the slats are missing. So, And as you're kind of looking through, it's like, okay. And you can see the door. You can see the interior wall looks fairly intact, except including the door. Okay. So I'll just gather some of that broken uh, furniture, uh, some of the wood, and use that as uh, and start placing it inside the uh, fireplace. All right. So we're gonna. For... Oh, real quick before you get you're, right now, you're on the exterior of the house looking in. Oh, so we're in. The, okay, so we're in the exterior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You haven't really told me you wanted to go in and go toward there. So okay. I've been running. I've been, I've been interpreting that as you guys are on the exterior, kind of looking in. Okay. Comparing yeah. No. 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 What that's Ga fine. Comparing what Gavin had told you, with what you're seeing and seeing how it all meshes to give a good picture of the, of what he's seen so far of the interior, and okay. deciding where you're going to want to hold up to take a rest. I. Okay, and I'll, and I'll suggest, I, I think we need to take both those rooms, maybe give ourselves, uh, or maybe uh, bar the door near the uh, interior room and stay in the exterior in case we need to make an escape out of one of those windows. That sounds like a good idea to me. Yeah, good idea. Alrighty. How, what is the uh, method for, how do you plan to, what's the method for entering the house? Um, oh, do you, do you guys mind if I go first? I can see in the dark really well. Wait, do we need to open the door? It's the already door open. Is, the door is open. Oh, you yeah. guys have not entered the house yet. You've been ah, on the ah, okay, exterior okay, okay, of the okay. house. What I'm 
I guess what I'm asking is, as far as going into the house, are we just kind of walking in like it's our house, or are we being cautious, or how well, we're are definitely we being cautious. The house? We're being very stealthy. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're being very stealthy. Okay. All right. So if you're going to be stealthy, I need all three of you to roll a stealth check. Okay. Sixteen. Sixteen? Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm seeing it. Uh, I got a ten. Okay. And I got a, and I got a nine. All right. You guys, <laughs> uh, kind of go in and uh, Gilly and Wendell, you guys think you're just. Super, super, super stealthy as you're coming through. You think the the little creaks of the of stepping on rotten wood is only you can hear it. No one else can hear it. Only you, and you're just trying to be as timid going through there. Yep. Creak. Alrighty, so Endo comes in first, and going right into the into the rooms. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is, is there when I come in? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. All right. Well, by all means. I mean, one of you guys. No, I, I was going. Can I kind of roll investigation to see if there's a perception to see if I can hear anything in the house, like any movement or noises or anything? Yeah, go ahead. I just don't want to be surprised. Oh God, I'm rolling terrible today. Uh, seven. I, um, you hear the sounds of the wind blowing through the house, but nothing more substantial than that. Okay. Sounds quiet to me. Inside the house, I can switch to the interior soundtrack. Who's going, who's going to get the weasel? I'll go back and get it. I know how to prepare it. All right, uh, real quick, grab, give me a strength check, because this uh, creature is uh, a little bit bigger than you are. All right. Strength, oh, yeah, nat 20 plus uh, bonus is uh, 23. Nice. All right, you go, and as you go out there and, and grab it, you kind of puff it up on your shoulders. <laughs> I mean, and just kind of carry it in. On, the, on your shoulders. Uh, bring it into the room. All right. Have you coming into the room on the end with the two exterior walls? Now inside. Uh, inside is also my spider familiar, correct? Yes, your spider familiar did come, did come to your side, come to you as you uh, entered in. That was the last room oh. it was looking at, or no, it was in the oh. entryway. So as soon as you walked in, it kind of crawled up onto you. Okay, cool. Uh, 
I'll uh, I'll choose a spot where I'm uh, where I'm able to read or something like that. Uh, I'll pull out my bedroll and a blanket, uh, and uh, I'll sit on my bedroll. And there there aren't any beds in the in the room, correct? No. These are these would these would be like sitting rooms. Only the chairs oh, okay. have uh, the all the stuff relating to the chairs is kind of kind of withered, kind of rotted away. There's just a few pieces. And there is a fireplace that is usable, yes. correct? There is a fireplace. Uh, In fact, we will put Gilly by the fireplace as he starts to prepare the weasel gourmet. Um. I want to pull out the little wire and the silver, the silver wire and the bell. Okay. Uh, and cast alarm around the door. And you cast it around both doors or just the one? Just the one. Uh, it's I can cast it in um, no larger than a twenty foot cube. So, um, so I'm going to take the door to. That my... will that will cover it. Oh, okay. Uh, both doors. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Then each, that's what I'll do. Each square on this map is roughly five feet. Okay. So cool. a twenty-foot cube is four by four. Okay. Um, I am going to make sure that I designate the creatures, um, all of our races, so that we don't set the alarm if we leave. Don't but, forget my um, familiar. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. The spider one. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, when I cast oh. a spell, I can designate creatures that won't set off the alarm. So I'm. I'm uh, choosing You're designating our... the party and the spider as safe to pass through. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. And it lasts for eight hours. All right. That gives you uh, an opportunity to take a long rest if you choose to. And is it the silent alarm that uh, pings in only your head, or uh, is it like a ringing bell? No, actually, um, clever. Um, it is an audible alarm produces the sound of a handbell for 10 seconds within 60 feet. So, you'd be able to hear it in the house. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. But I don't uh, assume it's terribly large. I mean, it's not like it's it's like a fire bell, but I mean. <laughs> I propose we barricade the doors. Okay. Do we need to roll something to do so, or? Uh, give me do? perception checks. Okay. Okay. Uh. Perception, perception, okay. 19. Okay. Nice. Yeah, the two. I rolled a 13. Okay. And you said perception? Yes. I will also do an investigation check to see if there is anything hidden inside this room. That was what the perception check was for, so just hold on. Oh, okay. okay. Okay, okay. Uh, I rolled a 17. Alrighty. Collectively, not too bad. You notice that the floor that the this the floor to the the ceiling and the, the floor upstairs seem seem a little worn, but they'll hold. Looking around the room you see a few bits of chair and maybe uh, as you step through into the, the adjoining room to pick the mushrooms for your stew or however you're gonna what you're gonna cook. 
you notice there's a couple more what looks like maybe uh collapsed uh sofa or a large uh large uh large seat um sofa couch that kind of thing uh you grab enough stuff to make a nothing though none of it seems substantial enough to like be a heavy weight against the door but it could be enough to it, it'd be enough to put in front of the door to make it hard make it more difficult for anyone to come in okay. if, if that makes sense it's like you can't block yeah, it well, completely yeah. but you can make yeah. it to where any creature coming in would have to treat it like difficult terrain it would be like the door in the lord of the rings um, where all the goblins were trying to get through in uh, Mines yes. of Moria. Cool. Yep. Actually, a pretty good uh, depiction of how ro how jacked up all uh, how the how the overall tone of decay in the house is. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Don't cool. give the DM any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that trope has been used a hundred times. <laughs> um. So okay. it is. <laughs> um, okay, I just kind of want to relax and chill while they cook their meal. Or cook our meal, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I will choose the spot for my bedroll that is the most distant from both doors. <laughs> Alrighty, so I will put you in the corner with a window on either side. That way you have both doors, you have your back against the wall, you can jump out either window, and you have both Good doors call. in your line of sight. Smart. Cool. Um, I would like to put my bedroll underneath the window, on the on the opposite side of him. Fair enough. You have a yep, you right have there. the interior wall on your back. You have the window right above you, right. and you can see one door clearly. The other one is kind of in your peripheral. Yep. Gilly, how about right. yourself? Uh so if. If I'm going to place my bedroll somewhere, I want it to definitely be towards that back wall where it looks like a door would be towards the hallway. Right here? Uh, That's the door right here. Yeah. It would put you right... As soon as someone walked in the door, you'd have nice. you'd be right there in range. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Very nice. Cool. All right. There are your bedrolls. You're all kind of squared away. We'll have... Quibble just kind of take up the last corner, so you guys have kind of a kind of an inter, an overlaying of uh, points of view and awesome. uh, areas of uh, areas. And Quibble, of course, wow. will just take his uh, take kind of a meditative dance, kneeling on the ground, and he, his eyes kind of close. He's kind of kind of very peaceful, not not quite as kind of disconcerting as when Gavel's eyes rolled white and he was just sitting there. But uh, him, he looks a lot more serene, almost like a, almost like a statue. I'll okay. light the candle. I'll light the candle and start uh, preparing my spells for the next day. I will give Alrighty. Should I subtract one candle from my inventory? Yes. If you're going to use it, you want to okay. subtract it so that way it is. Subtracted it. Okay. Trying to use trying to utilize the whole concept of encumbrance and making sure you know you use these materials, they're not just infinite. As they run yeah. out, you have to keep that in mind also 
keeping in mind that your characters have a certain amount of weight they can carry before they're encumbered. And at that point, it's a lot like uh, Fallout or Skyrim. Wait, you have too much stuff on you, you move re you move at half speed until you get to your destiny. Mm -hmm. if, um, how are we starting the fire in the fireplace to cook the meal? I, I've got I've got tinder. Uh, so we had I got a I got a thing actually. Um, can I cast firebolt on the fireplace? Oh. Yes you may. Alright, uh, make sure that works because I don't wanna screw that up. Before you do that, before you do that, yep. Gilly, since you are preparing the fireplace, go ahead and give me a survival check roll. Oh shit! <laughs> make sure you had enough. You could find enough stuff to make a. Oh good. Within okay. the house, within the within the immediate house, immediate room area, to light the fire as well as create the the, uh, the encumbrance to the difficulty to walk in one of the doors. Apparently, you don't. Uh, Find uh, have I heard uh, Findle's idea about the firebolt uh, to start the fire? Uh, I don't know, Findle. Are you talk? Are you thinking out loud, or is this uh, your internal monologue? Uh, no, I, I can say uh, my gloves start fires real easy. Uh, Give it a shot, real quick. Uh, Gilly, did you roll a survival check for me? Yeah, I did. It's uh, thirteen. Okay, I. It takes you a few minutes, but you do find enough stuff to make for a cooking fire to start. So you have a dry, you have a mostly dried wood in there, and a little few wet things enough for either use your tinder to try to light it, or a gnome with a glove that casts fire. <laughs> Say we give it a shot with your glove. Good. I can start a I can start a campfire with prestidigitation. It's harmless. Whatever you, you guys know. decide to do. It's uh... you instantaneously light or snuff out the candle, a torch, or a small campfire. Mm. I. I, mean, I don't you want can. I don't want you to perhaps roll a natural one and you know start. Well, fire. <laughs> but you wouldn't. But you wouldn't know that. So. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't know that. For the sake right. of this, because it's not combat, it would be. If that's what he chooses to do. It's going to be oh. a success. Oh, okay. Okay, then. This then is this, this is this is uh, this is more away. of the whole. Let's, let's, okay. Picturing you guys setting up camp, how you would set up camp, and it's it's not going to be. <laughs> Oh, I cast Firebolt and I set the forest on fire. Yeah. No, it's very, very I, uh, targeted. I'm setting, uh, I'm just like, done. I <laughs> rolled a, uh, I rolled a 15. Okay. In there, you're good to go. You have this fire starting to go and within a little bit of time, you start to smell cooked meat. Mm. Nice. Um, okay, um, I'm gonna eat. Uh, is it cooked or? Gilly's the cook, right? Okay, I apologize. Sorry. Go ahead. Gilly, you're the cook. Tell us how this is cooking. Okay, so <laughs> I'm just, gonna make. Or do you want to be like Monster Hunter? He's like he start cooking and then blink and here it is. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the weasel and I'm gonna start taking out the guts and I'm gonna go ahead and start. 
pulling out the entrails and the heart, the liver. I'm going to keep. I'm going to try to stew it with uh, uh, with the uh, meat of the court, the hind quarters of 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 the uh, of the uh, uh, of the weasel, and maybe towards the breast. Uh, but you know, something towards like the middle of the stomach. There's not really much meat on them. You know, they have a bunch of fat and gristle. So I'll use the fat and the gristle from the stomach area to kind of give us an oil. And then uh, I'll, I'll, I'll place some of the, I'll cut them into like long shanks or, or steaks, place them all, place the, place the hindquarters, uh, cut it into little strips and then place it around, grab some of those mushrooms, throw, uh, start throwing in the mushrooms around or, or in the middle and maybe try to stew it up a little bit and get get it uh get it covered in nice fat that's that actually sounds really good i want to go buy i want to go make ribs right now man <laughs> um how uh how often have i seen the cooking of animals like the, the 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 preparing of animals would you say it's a regular thing that i've seen all the time or uh, or is this fairly new to me Double checking on your. I'm a rock gnome, so. You're a rock gnome, but you're also. Um... Let me explain. Should I roll a Constitution save to see if I vomit all over the floor at <laughs> seeing a, a an animal being cut up in front of me? <laughs> okay. Um, you probably haven't seen an animal this large butchered like right here at the cooking space, <laughs> but you you. you Growing up, you've seen butchers and have the have the how butchers will have certain cuts out there. You've cool. you, you, you've you've seen hunters carry in uh, okay. in prey, or whatever. You've just probably never watched someone field dress <laughs> okay, cool. and prepare. So, if you feel you might be losing your lunch on this, go ahead and roll that Constitution check. Uh, I rolled a sixteen, so I'm probably okay. Oh yeah, you're just you're like. You're actually kind of fascinated. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. All right, that's all. All right. Well, guys, it's about 5.30. Shall we call the long night and yeah. call it a long rest and pick up uh, next week right here in this room in the following morning? Sounds, Sounds good. good to me. Yeah, Sounds please. Good. All righty. And this was that, a lot thank of you fun. for... Say again? This was a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm glad yeah. you guys are having fun. I'm having fun. We're all good. Uh, so anybody watching this on Twitch, YouTube, or listening to the audio versions, tune in every Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern here on Scuba Studio uh, Twitch channel to see what happens next. With that, have a good night. Thank you. Good night, good night everybody.